Hey guys, it's Kyla, and I'm your host of That Christian Girl Podcast, a podcast that's devoted to inspiring and encouraging Christians of all walks of life to become their full godly potential. I hope you guys enjoy today's episode, and thank you so much for listening. What's up? It's Kyla back at it again with another That Christian Girl podcast episode. And I'm so excited to be here talking to you guys because it's been two weeks, I think. So yeah, I apologize for my absence. Um, Last week I was just super busy and I didn't really have time to record an episode and I didn't really have one planned out. I wasn't really sure what I should talk about, but today I made a whole plan. We're all set and ready to go, and I'm so excited to get into today's episode. So, as you can tell from the title, we're going to be talking about distractions, and this has a little bit of a backstory. So, last week, I was thinking of the question of what's distracting me from my faith walk, and I have felt like I'm in a dry season of my faith, like I'm being right out playing with you guys, because the stresses of school work and then having basically no free time is catching up to me and it's definitely a hard battle. And I've been a little bit silent on the Instagram, have not really been in my holy girl habits. I have just been, you know, tapped out for a few weeks and it is so stressful where I am like the point in my life that I'm at at this point. But also I feel like the ways that I'm dealing with stress aren't the best. So I wanted to just talk about that. Talk about like how we can combat our distractions because we live in such a world filled with distractions that try to ask, dis- try to distract us from our creator and Lord. Because none of the things, not work, school, lack of th- free time, whatever, should be excuses for abandoning our walk with God. So how do we muck through the distractions and find true peace and belonging in Christ? So I'm first going to start out with the different types of distractions. And I would argue that there are good and bad distractions. And you may be like, what do you mean by this, Kyla? And I want you to think through everything that you do every day. So the tasks that you complete, you may go to work or school or both. You may hang out with friends. You may read a chapter of a book, work out, scroll on social media, do homework, etc. There's so many things that we do per day. None of these things are bad, like hanging out with friends or working out. But if they're Christian friends, they should be amazing God-honoring relationship. And if you go to the gym, that means you're honoring your body as a temple of the Holy Spirit. So yes, there are quote-unquote good distractions. And you can basically make up any of the things, make any of the things that you have to do God-honoring. Like work or school, as it says in Colossians 3.23, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as working for the Lord, not for human masters. So what this means is that whatever we do, whether it's schoolwork or work or working out or hanging out with friends or whatever it may be, cleaning our room, we're supposed to work at it with all of our hearts because we are working for God, not for human masters or not for people. So you can basically make any of the things that you do God honoring. But when do these things become bad? 
So when some of the optional things, like texting that friend late into the night or working out for hours on end, get in the way of our relationship with God, this is what I need to hear. So there's a lot of optional distractions that we partake in a lot of the time that maybe are good at the start, but then actually become kind of bad. And what I mean by this is that if you're texting a friend late into the night, then instead of reading your Bible and then like texting your friend and then as soon as you turn it off and you guys say goodnight, then you go to sleep. But think if you turned it off like 15 minutes earlier and you would have been like, hey, I have to go. Sorry. I'll reply in the morning. And then you have 15 minutes to spend in the word of God. So if we're prioritizing these earthly relationships, these relationships with our friends over prioritizing our relationship with God, this is when it gets into a bad distraction. If we're working out for hours on end, or if we're working out simply to, you know, tune out the world, uh, to find satisfaction, this is when it becomes a bad distraction. You don't need to work out for hours on end. You know, you can do a 45-minute workout and still get in just as much work. And, like, I am still working on this, too. There's a lot of things that I do that maybe I need to tone down on. That a lot of them are bad distractions, but some of them are definitely like, okay, Gaila, you don't have to stay up that late texting that friend. Or you don't have to stay up that late doing that optional thing. Or maybe instead of doing this, do this instead. So what about the bad distractions? Because there are definitely distractions that are actually bad for us. And I think the most common one that everybody says and I can think of is social media. So I do this a lot, scrolling on social media instead of getting things done. It's so easy just to pick up our phones and fall into the trap of social media because it's so easy to get really, really exhausted after we're home and, you know, you just end up feeling overwhelmed because I end up feeling overwhelmed at the end of the day. I am exhausted and overwhelmed and I don't know what to do. So sometimes I just like give up and lay in my bed and like sleep for the next few hours or I'll scroll endlessly on social media, which isn't the best thing. It's okay to go on social media. I'm not saying that if you have social media, you're a bad person because I have social media. I run an Instagram account for this podcast and I'm definitely part of that community, but it does become bad when we are going on Instagram, social media, instead of getting things done. And instead of like truly finding rest, we're trying to find rest in social media. And I think that's, those are the bad distractions because there's distractions like social media or entertainment that we go to when we feel really, really tired and exhausted. And those things aren't going to rejuvenate us. Those things, I talk about this all the time, but those things aren't like the right kind of rest. Those things are just going to make us feel even more drained. So it's just so easy to go on social media. 
But next, let's talk about a personal evaluation of how you spend your time. You're going to get some honesty from my side. So for this exercise, I want you to really think through the day if you feel like you have no time for God. And, you know, you can write things down. I would say write it down. I wrote down my stuff. But what are the things that you are doing instead of spending time with God? Just lay out your day. Lay out a typical day. Be completely honest with yourself because there's almost always a deeper root issue than simply not having enough time. So grab a piece of paper, write down what your almost every day looks like, and be honest. Because I think it's so easy for us to be like, oh yeah, here's my day, but we're not completely honest with ourselves. And there's a lot of things that I do that I don't necessarily think are good, like social media or just giving up after school and not being motivated to do anything and just being like, okay, now's my break time. And then it's break time for so many hours, like two and a half to three hours where I just lay around for that time. And I am going to be honest with you guys and tell you guys kind of what happens, like the bad things. And I just, also, I don't want you to just think about what you do, but also think about what you're inputting into your mind as well. So what you're consuming. So the music that you're listening to, what you're watching on TV, YouTube, or Instagram, TikTok, what are you intaking into your mind? Because I feel like this is also an important thing to think about too. Like, what are you filling your mind with every single day? So, from my little reflection, because I did one, here are some examples from my life right now. And my life right now is kind of a mess. So, I snooze my alarm a lot. So, and then I go home a lot of the day, a lot of the days. I wrote this out and this does not make sense. So I snooze my alarm when I try and wake up. I go home um, most days and lay down in my bed or just be lazy. I rush out the door to the gym and then I finish my homework at night and then go to bed. So I can poke holes in my day. I can look through my day and figure out, well, why do I snooze my alarm? Why am I rushing out of the door to the gym? Why am I finishing my night? homework at night. So why do I snooze my alarm so much? And this is because I'm not falling asleep early enough. And why am I not falling asleep early enough? Sometimes it's homework. Sometimes it's because I can't go to sleep. And usually it's a combination of both. So then you're like, okay, well, that's what my nights look like. I stay up because of homework and then I can't fall asleep after that. What should my nights look like versus that? So I said I should get home from work, do the night routine, so like skincare, etc. I want to journal, read my Bible, a psalm, or the reading for the day if I don't get the daily reading done, drink my cherry juice mocktail to help me fall asleep. You know, this is going to be a little side tangent, but if you take tart cherry juice. I use apple cider vinegar. So it's like a fourth a cup tart cherry juice, apple cider vinegar, a little bit of lemon, and then a half cup to, I don't usually do a full cup, half cup to a third, fourth cup of water all together into a glass and then drink it before bed. It will help so much. Help, um, 
apple cider vinegar has a lot of good health benefits. I don't remember all of them, but I feel like some of them are digestive, which is definitely good because I don't know why, but I think it's also what I'm feeding myself, but sometimes I have digestive issues and I get really bloated. Tart cherry juice, it helps with muscle recovery, which I didn't know. I think it has some other things and then it also helps produce natural melatonin, which instead of taking like sleep pills at night, you can drink that and it will help naturally produce melatonin. And I haven't done that in weeks because I got my wisdom teeth out and I was like doing it the week before wisdom teeth and then I got my wisdom teeth out and after that I have just been so out of a normal routine schedule and I've just been like playing catch up with all of my work and I feel like really overwhelmed some of the times. So I like have not gotten into a good schedule. So I want to go to bed by 11.30 or no, 10.30, 11 at the latest. And I usually try and turn everything off by 11, but sometimes I can't, I either can't fall asleep or I have a lot to do. So I don't get it done before then. So like last night I was up so long. I was just tossing and turning in bed when I finally gave up and was like, okay, well, I do have a few things that I can do. And I tried to do that and I was like, okay, Kylie, you really have to go to sleep now. You really have to try. And I did think of like going upstairs and drinking some of the cherry juice, but it was so late by then. I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't do that. So Although I usually try and turn everything off by 11, sometimes that doesn't work. And usually if I sit and do homework and I'm on my computer, I don't fall asleep. Like, I can't fall asleep. And sometimes I'm more stressed after I'm done st with stuff. So there are a few days where I do have a lot of homework or I don't have time to get it done before then, like before bed, because... There's one day, Tuesdays are actually my busiest day because I go straight from work to babysitting to work. No, straight from school to babysitting, then to work, and then I get home at like 9, 9.30. So there are days where, like Tuesdays especially, where sometimes my only time to do homework is right after I get home. Although I do know that I can reframe my days and think well when could I do homework I have my busiest hardest classes in the morning so I have a little bit of break Tuesdays I do have FCA so I can't just like go home or go to a coffee shop and just like get a bunch of work done I do have to like stay at the school and I have this really weird schedule on Tuesdays so it's definitely wonky but I can still get stuff done I can choose to be like okay, instead of doing whatever you're gonna do during this break, if I don't have to get something done, some days I'm like, okay, well, I have to run to this store during this, during this break. I could instead either sit in my school's library or somewhere else and get some work done. So there's always ways that you can reframe your day. And most days I can go home and get my homework done before work. So with that in mind, I should be able to wake up with my alarm and get my day started earlier and also better. And I can also spend less time on social media, especially after school. And maybe I could color something instead. So to de-stress a little bit, 
um, calm down after this school day and then also I could set an hour timer to get things done right away because one of my number one tips is to like set a little timer for yourself and be like okay Kyla well you probably aren't gonna be like okay Kyla but this is what I would think okay Kyla you have one hour to clean your room to do your homework whatever and then see how much I can get done in the hour and you don't understand how motivating it is until you try like it's insane how much stuff you're able to get done if you're like beating against the clock so next i wanted to talk about warnings against distractions so sometimes things that can distract us from our walk from god can become idols and it's so easy because it's human nature to develop idols in our lives So social media is a huge one, but there's some other ones that we maybe don't think about as much. The gym can become an idol, especially if we're spending all of our time at the gym, whether it's to find a bit of inner peace or to make our body look a certain way, etc. Our schoolwork or work can become an idol. I have a whole rant about this, but it's not bad to want to do good in school. It's God-honoring, but if it's an obsession over grades or if we get that promotion and this is taking top priority over our life if grades are taking top priority or over our life I think it's good to have them as a big priority but if it's number one priority over the priority of our relationship with God this is when it becomes an idol if you are putting your worth or satisfaction in your life and the fact that you're an A student or the vice president of your company or even a manager at your company, it is becoming an idol. <laughs> it's so easy. Being a high school student, I feel like this is something that quote unquote gets me fired up, but it is really, really easy to feel like your worth is in your grades for like a student in high school, middle school, or even college, or in the fact that you've, you are seen as a top employee at your job. But this shows us where we're putting our worth and we are putting our worth in the wrong things. Because if you truly step into a life with God, he will give you true satisfaction and worth in him. So trust me, I was that kid in freshman, well, all throughout middle school, but especially freshman year and sophomore year, I was the kid that wanted to be the A student that was putting my worth in my grades. And when I got a bad grade, I would cry. I would I would put so much of my worth in my grades and I would try and prove myself with my grades. And thankfully God has freed me from that, but I understand what that feels like. Sometimes it's like, well, I see my parents or I see my friends or I see my sisters or brothers or my classmates and they're getting so much better grades than me and I have to prove that I'm worth something. I have to prove that I'm worth something because of my grades and that is hard. I totally get needing to spend some more time doing things So if you need to spend some more time on schoolwork, which I definitely need to, my grades are not the best right now. So I am focusing more on my grades this semester, but I also know that if I don't have the best grades, like I said, I need better grades than I have right now. But 
if my grades aren't the best, if they aren't straight A's or A pluses, I know that if I don't graduate with all A's, I will survive. And in 10 years from now, I won't look back on the fact that I had a B in my calculus class. That's my end goal. Hopefully we can make it there. But I'll look back and see how I did or didn't use my high school years to honor God. Our grades are not going to matter in 10 years. The fact that you got a F on that test is not going to matter in two years, probably. The fact that you got, well, unless you're like, that's, that's what's keeping you from an Ivy League school, but you can probably fix that. I don't know. But the fact that you got an F on a test will not discriminate, discriminate, dis- devaluate your value. It will not make you any less worth something in God's eyes because you are so worthy, like you're worthy enough to die for no matter if you're an A student or if you're an F student. Not saying that it's okay to be an F student, but like God doesn't, God does not care if you are doing, well, I don't know how to frame this. I'm just trying to say like your salvation and your worth does not rely on how good of grades you get. And for so long, I felt like my worth relied on what grades I got. And I realized like, hey, that's, that's not what, what it's put in. It's put in the fact that I'm the daughter of a king, (laughs) like, and that Jesus cared so much about me to come die for me. Like, I am worth so much, and God makes me worth so much, and I'm worth so much more with God than without God. But it is really easy to make that an idol in your life. It's so easy to say, to designate all of our time to something whether that's a promotion at your job or being a straight-A student, that sometimes we lose sight of what truly matters. So just let me be clear here. I'm not saying that wanting good grades or going to the gym or whatever you may be doing is a bad thing at all. These are all things that God wants us to do to honor him. Like we should try and honor God with our grades and that should be our motivation for good grades. But we also know that if we get a B in a class, the whole world isn't going to come crashing down and God isn't going to think less of us because of that. But We want to honor God with these things, so we want to honor God with our body as a temple for the Holy Spirit. So, you know, going to the gym is a great thing. And I feel really, I feel closer to God when I'm moving my body. Doing schoolwork to honor the Lord instead of honoring man makes me feel closer to God. And God wants us to do things, these things to honor him. But I also know that, you know, if I get a C on that test, God will not be like, oh, you just lost your salvation. You're not worth anything. Ew, you see, student? Uh-uh. You shouldn't use that as an excuse. I'm going on a whole side tangent, but you shouldn't use that as an excuse to not work hard because, like I said, in Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, work with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. So we shouldn't be just like, oh yeah, it doesn't matter doesn't matter how hard we work. God forgives us. God doesn't care. No, it does matter how hard we work, but we shouldn't just be working just to try and find worth in that. So this brings us to the question, how can we honor God in the midst of the busyness? 
So yeah, you have these things that you can't take away from your life, like school or work. You can't just quit that to go spend time with God, which maybe you could, but I don't think I could really quit school. I don't think my parents would let me do that to drop out of high school just to spend all day with God. Um, That's not the best idea. So usually you can't just drop everything and and do that. You have these responsibilities and these things that you have to do. So how do we honor God in the midst of the busyness and the distractions? So I want to think of all the things you can still do if you're busy. And one of my best tips is to listen to Christian music throughout the day. So yes, I still struggle with listening to it all the time, but you can do things for God in the midst of schoolwork. So if you are the kind of person who listens to music while you study, whether that's instrumental or just lo-fi music, there are so many good pod, not podcasts, playlists out there that have good Christian music that you can put on while you're studying. It doesn't all have to be secular music. So you could either find instrumental Christmas Christmas Christian music or you could find just lo-fi Christian music, indie Christian music, whatever your vibe is. You can listen to Christian music while you do your schoolwork, while you go to the gym. Like that is one of my best tips. Listening to Christian hip hop. Well, hip hop, rap, whatever, while you go to the gym. I love doing that and I feel like that always makes me feel so good. And I have this one study playlist. It's linked in my Instagram if you want to find it. It's on Spotify that I always turn on when I do schoolwork. And it's all about, it's all Christ honoring music. So sometimes I use the music to focus and I love to turn on that music instead of secular music to keep God in everything that I do. So yes, I struggle with listening to Christian music all the time. That's something that I've been working on in my life, but we can do things for God. We can listen to God honoring things in the midst of schoolwork. It doesn't have to be talking. It can be instrumental or just like some lo-fi views, lo-fi vibes. And even when I like wrote out this plan, I was listening to lo-fi Christian music and I always try and turn on that Christian music to study instead of something else just because it puts me in the right mindset. So I've definitely been working on listening to Christian music outside of that time and outside of like the gym and studying because I have a very good, not schedule, but a really good habit of listening to those things while I go to the gym or while I study. But, you know, there's some other areas in my life, like driving. Am I listening to Christian music all the time? No, I'm not, if I'm going to be completely honest. And I think it's so important to listen to Christian music. So this was just something that I'm going to add on. But I was thinking about this last night. (laughs) If Spotify Wrapped were to come out right now for the month of February or even this week that you're in, what would the top, not artist, but what would the top um, genre be? Would it be pop? Would it be Christian? What would it be? Because I think it's so important to like really think through what, who would your top artist would be? Are you listening to a lot of T-Swift or are you listening to 
to a lot of Forrest Frank. Are you listening to God-honoring music or are you listening to maybe not so God-honoring music? And I don't want to shame you for listening to secular music. I do it a lot. But I do want to encourage you and telling this to myself too, to listen to more God-honoring music than you listen to secular music. So Proverbs 3, 6 says, in everything you do, put God first and he will direct you and crown your efforts with success. I think this really applies to kind of how we honor and serve God in the midst of distractions is putting God first and just putting God into everything that we do. So, you know, schoolwork, you might not think it's something that you can honor God through, but you can remember work unto the Lord, not unto men. But you can also remember, like, if you turn on Christian music and you tune out with schoolwork for a little bit, you can just, like, remind yourself what it's all for. And I think a lot of the lo-fi music sometimes isn't the most God-honoring or just, like, indie music. You know, if you really listen to the lyrics, some of them aren't, like, good Christian things. So I think really thinking through like, what am I actually listening to? What am I putting into my brain? And then going from there. So are you putting in God honoring things into your brain or are you not? So like if you tune out of whatever you're doing and you like listen to the music for a few seconds, is it something that's going to remind you of God or is it something that's going to remind you of sadness or something else. I don't know. So how can we put God into everything that we can do? I said, listen to Christ-centered music, praying throughout the day. Instead of going to a friend to talk about a struggle, talk to God. I send a lot of audio messages. So maybe instead of sending the audio messages to my friends, I should just be like, okay, Lord, it's you and me. And I'm just going to talk about my struggles. Look for ways that we can serve others. So this also goes into a whole whole side tangent. I'm not sure if I'll get into it right now, but how are we showing God's love to others? I think it's so easy for us to just be grumpy. We see so many people in the world be grumpy. This is going to be a side tangent. Hold hold on to your hats, people. So I I worked in I have worked multiple times in customer service and you get a lot of mean, gross, grumpy people. We should be the kind of people where you walk in and you're just so understanding, you're so kind to them that they're like, oh, this is a breath of fresh air. Wow, this person is different. Wow, I wonder what they have because they're so patient, so happy, like they are a customer that I would want to see again. Are you the type of customer that if you go to a place a lot of times, you're the type of customer that workers would be happy to see or upset to see? And I think this, like you have to be so understanding. One of the ways that I've been trying to like show God's love for others is just how I treat customer service people. Because it's so easy for you to have a bad day and be grumpy about stuff. And maybe you just think, oh, it's no big deal. They don't really care. They're probably just as grumpy as me. But working in those situations, I cannot begin to tell you 
how much of a breath of fresh air it is to get a person who is actually kind to you. There were so many, I worked in like a hardware store. There were so many grumpy contractors where they would just get so mad at you. And you just were like, I am so sorry. You are having a terrible day and like you're taking it out on me. And I want to just go cry in a corner because you're being so mean. You don't want to be that kind of person. You want to be the kind of person that, like, maybe they know your name if you go in there a lot. Maybe you want to be you want to be that kind of person. No matter how the customer service person who's like, quote unquote, serving you is t- treating you, you want to be the person that just combats anything with a smile. Because yes, I've run into a lot of grumpy people, customer service. I feel like it also is very different in different types kinds like different countries too like America I've heard is a very polite place especially where I live too but America I feel like is more polite than a lot of European countries but still we should be striving to be kind and just show God's love and patience to so many other people because there have been so many times where I've been in a store and they're just like apologizing. They're like, I'm so sorry for the wait. And if you combat that with, you're completely fine. Don't worry. A smile. Don't be rude to them. They are going to remember you. And, you know, you got to rep God wherever you are. No matter if they know that you're a Christian or not, you should still be showing God's love to them. And maybe they could it will make them stop and think like, hey, what was different from with that person? They were so nice. And it might just like be the difference between a person's bad day and a person's good day. Because there are definitely people that would like make my day when they would come and say hi. Like they would literally lighten my day. And then there were some people that I would get off of my shift and I'd just be like, oh, I'm so glad to get off. I just can't deal with this. People were so rude today. So I want us to be showing God's love to others. Um, also, journal about your faith. So I have gotten into a journaling habit and actually I'm not doing so good on it. But I, every single night that I journal, I try and say one thing that God has been teaching me for that week. Well, for that day, not that week. So it could be like, God taught me that he always protects me. Or whatever it may be, I like to think of one thing that God taught me, three things that I'm grateful for. I think this is really good because we can always thank God for the blessings that he's given us. Like, the gratitude is just, like, realizing the blessings that God has given us and telling God thank you for that. And I think it's really good to stop and, like, really think about what we're grateful for. And then also, I do, like, three things that I got done today. And that's just really good to, like, remind myself, even on the hard days, like, look at what you got done today. Good job, Kyla. You know, God made it a good day. So, yeah, that's what I do. And then the last thing that I have for y'all is last tips on how to push through distractions. And I think maybe I have a few, like, repetitive. But the number one tip that I have is to block out time for things. Like I said, set an hour timer. And this could be for anything, but if I'm seeing that schoolwork is keeping me from spending time with God in the morning because I'm not getting enough sleep or 
rushing out the door, I can set a one-hour timer for getting schoolwork done or literally any chore. And try to challenge yourself to get as much done as you can in that one hour time period and this actually helps me so much stay motivated it's something about like setting the timer and being like okay Kyla how much can you get done let's see motivates me so much and I feel like I'm way more productive if I were to set like even a 30 minute timer I'm so much more productive Next thing is to pray about it. So go to God with your struggles and he will show you what to do and give you peace that transcends the struggle of feeling exhausted. So go to God for rest instead of social media. So talk to God about your day. Be like, Lord, this happened today and this happened today and I'm really exhausted today. Please just give me the motivation to get up and do stuff. The next thing is to turn off your phone at a certain time at night. So if you're texting someone, have a no phones after 10 rule or 1030, whatever it may be, or even nine. So you tell the person that you're texting like, hey, you have to go and you'll get back to them in the morning. And this is something that I need to listen to too, just because my best friend and I, we don't go to the same school. And then I have a friend who lives in Kenya. So sometimes we'll stay up late texting because that's like the only time that we'll be able to text so we'll stay up and do that but I'm also like Kyla you gotta go to bed so implementing like a no phones after blank rule would be a great rule to getting more sleep one and then also just like having a little less distractions in your life if you're like okay after 10 no phones The next thing is to listen to a devotional in the morning on the way to work. There's this show that I haven't listened to in like over a year, but it was called My Morning Devotional. It was like five to ten minutes of a devotional, and it was such a blessing, and I think I kind of want to start listening to it again, but when I was really into it, it was such a blessing in the mornings because I felt like I couldn't, I didn't have enough time to really get into the word so I would listen to that and it would be such a great little mindset thing for the morning and then finally like I said journal about what God has taught you every single day because I think it's really good for me to step back and be like okay Kyla think of one thing that God taught you today and if you can't think of something that means that you weren't spending enough time with them so I really like to think like what did God teach me today? And even if it's like a same lesson over and over and over, that still counts. If God has taught you like the sweetness of a friend, like how much of a blessing a Christian friend is, and that's like your lesson for a few days in a row, or, you know, maybe once every week, you're just like really reminded how much gratitude you have for this Christian friend and how much, how thankful you are for the ability to have a Christian friend. Like, I think that is a great thing to remember, even if maybe it's not like a new lesson, but it's still a good lesson to remember. And like I said, the final thing is just to listen to Christian music throughout your day. Just always kind of keep God at the forefront of your mind. It's so good to just have that little reminder, even if it's just like the music that you're listening to, of how God has been good to you, whether that's you know, the music that you listen to, or the media that you consume, or just mostly just the music that you listen to. It's so easy to, like, tune into. I tune out music 
where I'll be like doing something and music will be going and I don't really like notice it so sometimes when I tune into the music like what am I listening to what am I jamming out to is it god honoring or is it not because it's so easy also just to get distracted by secular music and get into a routine of just listening to secular music which I don't want to shame you if that's you because I definitely fall into that trap but trying to just think like hey if there wasn't Spotify wrapped for today what would it show me would it show me that I listen to at least 70% Christian music or would it show me that I listen to 70% secular and I think that's my last thing thank you guys so much for listening today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode I'm gonna hopefully do like a little Q&A or a poll for the Spotify people so stay tuned for that and then yeah just thank you for your support make sure to go follow me on Instagram because fun stuff is happening over there we have almost not almost we have over 17k of you guys like wow that's crazy thank you lord um but we're growing our community always growing and I'm just so excited to see how God uses that and yeah so if you have Instagram go there tell me tell me your feedback dm me any ideas that you have like what do you want me to talk about because it's so easy for me to lose ideas of what to talk about so ask me questions maybe one of your questions will inspire a whole podcast episode or just be like hey kyla you can email me my email and also the instagram is in the bio of the podcast so you can either email me or dm me and be like hey kyla i would love to hear an episode on this topic and i would definitely pursue that so that's it for today thank you so much for listening and i will hopefully see you guys next week next week's gonna be like a, this friday i'm gonna have like a super crazy week so hopefully i'll be here next week but if i'm not just know that i have like a lot of stuff going on and i promise i'm trying my hardest but thank you guys so much for your understanding and your patience and your ongoing support i love all of you and i'll see all of y'all in the next one bye thank you for listening to the end i hope you enjoyed today's episode and make sure to go follow me on instagram at thatchristiangirl.podcast or you could email me at thatchristiangirl.podcast1 at gmail.com. Make sure you follow and rate the show because that really helps me out. And thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you in the next one. 